Hello everyone and welcome back to my child's like pathology podcast. So for today's episode, we are going to get a little personal. And today I want to talk about what I believe to be my experience with dealing with someone with who I believe may have DMDD or had DMDD as a child. And that is my one of my younger brothers who is about a couple years younger than me. And after learning more about DNDD, disruptive mood dysregulation disorder, I began to relate a lot of the information and symptoms to him and all, everything that he was experiencing growing up. So throughout our childhood, he was a, you know, a very... He was a very anxious and angry child. Like, there are days he would just explode and be so irate over the smallest things. If he accidentally broke something, he would just scream and yell. If he got in trouble, you know, for taking something from one of his other siblings, he would just explode and curse even at a young age he would curse everybody out he would scream and yell he would hit all of us you know and my mom eventually took him to see someone and they end up diagnosing him with ODD and ADHD and from a very young age he started receiving I believe occupational therapy and speech therapy from this woman who would come to our house every day and, you know, just try to talk to him and help him through his situation. But my family ended up going through, you know, a really tough time. And we had to move far away and live with our other family. And therefore, he stopped receiving all the treatment that he was getting. And progressively, we noticed things getting worse. You know, growing up into a teenager, he was just very defiant you know, he didn't want to hear what anybody had to say or, you know, he just felt like everybody was against him and he was just always angry. And he would always get picked on a lot by the people at school, the people in the neighborhood. And I just believe like, you know, it just fueled his irritation. You know, he would get constantly be in trouble at school. My mom would have to leave work come pick him up or I would have to stay home from school because he got suspended and I would have to you know help take care of him you know because I was the oldest child but things got progressively worse the older he got once he reached high school he just eventually became fed up and dropped out he felt like he didn't want anyone telling him what to do And he got tired of, you know, getting in trouble at school and dealing with all his peers and not being able to get along with anybody. So he eventually stopped going to school. And, you know, he started hanging out with some not so good people. But eventually he had ended up having a bunch of adverse health outcomes. And I believe this only deepened his depression and anxiety and anger towards the world because he felt like you know it was everyone else's fault except his and 
uh, not like a few years ago, he got to a really, really low point to where, you know, he just wanted to give up. And he felt like, you know, everyone was against him, including my mom, just because she wanted him to do something better with his life and be better. But he constantly felt like, you know, she was maybe belittling him in a way. But eventually he turned to the streets and began using drugs and alcohol, which I believe also enhance his symptoms and his feelings of anxiety and depression. Now that he's a full-grown adult, like, I don't live with him anymore, but just being on the phone a few times or coming home to visit, I just see how he's sunken into such a dark place of anger and hatred towards everyone around him to the point where he's always yelling and cursing no matter who it is and it's like majority of times I have to pull him aside and like you know calm down you know it's not that serious you don't have to talk to people like that especially your mom or your siblings you know everybody deserves the same respect but I feel like he just feels let down by everyone but to get back to the point of this podcast like I was saying earlier learning more about DMDD I feel like as a child he may have been you know misdiagnosed or they may have missed out on this on the key symptoms that go along with DMDD because he was diagnosed at such a young age which was so many years ago before DMDD was even a part of the DSM-5 and and with this knowledge that I've gained from this child psychopathology course that I'm taking and all the information on disruptive mood dysregulation disorder, I feel that, you know, it's up to me to help him understand his problems and get him the right help he needs. You know, I see him, he's constantly crying out for help. Because he feels so alone with what he's going through. But he also shuts everyone out. But as his sister, you know, I want to help him make the change and become better. But for now, that's the end of this episode. I thank you guys for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this one.